0: Think, that was a great yeah, so presentation. So I think it, it changes what? our that's I mean I think it was I think more it changes our terms. lens of how we view that research, I think everything that's being done currently is really informative for drug companies that are trying to develop therapeutics. And obviously we can only go based on what we know right now, but you know Titi um, Tong's like comment in um, Lakina talking about you know what targets are the best targets for us to go after to develop a therapeutic against. right now we don't have email company. Immunocomprom- from the islets to know what the best and most important that's right and i love
1: how keezy always brings up sort of the negative data which is something people don't always do it's when she brings it up it's like oh that's good i won't go down that road you know i mean not that you didn't already know but it's another or maybe you didn't but it's it's just another um you know data point in the knowledge graph like okay this is you know these are this is really important not to consider yeah. these pieces. And it
0: is interesting because we were considering GAD sixty five as a target for T Right cell therapy, GADs expressed in the brain and the eyelids. And I think for a while, we kind of struggled because it is a good target as well, and one of the epitopes is pretty highly presented and has a high affinity for DR4. So is there
1: crossover with GAD67 in the brain? Huh? Is there any kind of crossover with GAD67
0: in the brain? Um, I, I at least know what GAD65 is, and it's targeted that so. I, I think it. there is actually. Yeah, I yeah,
1: think
0: they're so. both. They're both, GAD65 the and 67, are both expressed. Okay. And the, um, and it also, like, in terms of, like, in vivo mouse models, the, the epitopes from GAD are conserved between mouse and humans, and we're trying to do, like, studies to support our regulatory package, and it's very difficult to do it with a pro-insulin human target that's not conserved and not expressed so we have to do those islet allograft models, which are hard and aren't representing true disease, so it's more of a transplant rejection model that you're overlaying a your Excel therapy on. And the ABCs in Class 2, it's all the nuances of immunology, and so we're having to create... Models, but they're not the perfect models. We don't know what the regulators want. We want to make sure it's safe. And we want to do all the right things, but we still don't even know if the affinity and the target is correct either. But I think you have to do your best to move things forward yeah. to develop a knowledge base that will then help you the next wave of therapeutics. So, you know, we have a first program MS, and it's a T reg chassis that is the same process that we are making our team a D T reg from. So that will demonstrate safety, stability, and Does traffic to the CNS and they take CSF and they see cells kind of either there or through MRI imaging. They're able to see some impact that gives us proof of mechanism that a targeted cell therapy for an inflammatory condition, an autoimmune condition might prove benefit. Yeah.
1: And then it'll really give you some really good go or no go signals for the next disease state. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. And T1D is right behind progressive mass, so then the question will be. Is it the right target? Is our avidity affinity of our TCR strong sure enough? Because that was what I thought was the most interesting from what, what Kitsi showed about the BDC two point five and the four point one. That we have, so we did discovery and we saw a range of avidities, and obviously we were going on the higher end of avidities. But if you think of like we're doing nanomolar, EC 50s but like we don't have picomolars, and we know that they're from they're auto TCRs. They were found in subjects, so they're not going to be the highest affinity TCRs. And how is that going to impact the biology of the drug?
1: Right. These are. It's just such. Uh, I think that these kind of this kind of immersion, where these experts can just inform. Well, and you guys also are experts in your own. You know oh, your own zone <laughs> and it, it can really inform sort of the clinical space yeah. and so just almost sometimes uh, sideways you know it comes right. something yeah. you did you weren't expecting and you're like oh that really like has purchase on
0: what we're doing so yeah. that's great and the other thing like the insulin autoantibody is really like kind of disappearing and, yeah. and then, Decreasing significantly after the age of five. One of the reasons why we went after pro insulin was also because we believe that that might have been a good conserved target, which it still is, but like early like in children compared to, like we're going to start in adults, we need to step down, we want to step down into children, so going after a target that's going to give you the therapeutic benefit in children and adolescents. But now with the insulin auto- antibodies decreasing, GAD kind of staying up consistently and stabilizing, like that also makes me think is the best target
1: even though protein, is protein. well how about uh, Aaron Michael's um, data showing the IA2 deaminated yeah. IA2 yeah. that was like Ooh, yeah. that I was think some
0: of that stuff's interesting right? Yeah, like the, 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 yeah. the post-translational yeah. modification of these autoantigens and what that might mean for a TCR discovery effort and like how you would engineer a cell therapy product I think is relevant to us um, and is relevant to like abidity right yeah. like how you think about avidity. Uh, the, D- the, the DPP6, um, what is the concern with t in the brain?
1: I'm not really sure.
0: Because th- that's the thing is that we, we were, with GAD, you know, sure, it's expressed in the brain, but I think I was reading that... So GAD65 is a target in stiff-person syndrome. Right. And I think 55 to 65% of stiff-person syndrome develop type 1 diabetes. I think and they so do. That's so right. It's a pretty high it's percentage. It's a pretty high percentage. And so, you know, I was thinking if you have a drug developed for T1D and there's no current therapies for stiff-person syndrome, and if there is some connection there, then you probably have yeah. indication expansion try to see if you can affect that. But if Tregs are safe... They don't revert. For, right now, we're using TSDR and other metrics to ensure that putting them through inflammatory conditions to make sure that they're at least stable for the length of time in our hands. And then, what is the concern if there's another target somewhere else? Other than, I guess, a depot that pulls your cells away from the target yeah, site. Off target effect. Off-target like off target yeah, uh, risk. Like, or, or, or like sequ- sequestration, so you don't end up having enough cells to go to the site of inflammation or
1: anything. Right.
0: Well, I mean, viral um, infection, I think. response to the viral infection, bacterial infections and commonly walking around.
1: Well, I'm so grateful for you guys for speaking with us and sharing this, and um, I wish you the best. Timothy Nelson, Grace Voorhees, you, and Gita.
0: Thank
1: you. Maya thank you, from Abada. <laughs> and um, I think that is really poised to do some excellent work in this space.